podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is an emergency NUFC broadcast episode as Fabrizio Romano has just announced uh, that Newcastle are signing the most expensive Italian player of all time, Sandro Tonali, for 70 million euros. Uh, loads to talk about. Very exciting. I'm here with Ollie. Here we go. So, Ollie, we've just signed the most expensive Italian player of all time. Do you remember when we couldn't get Hamza Chowdhury across the line for a million pound loan fee? Yeah, it's it's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> to go from a, a one million pound loan fee. I mean, I know things have changed so much, but it's a sign of the times, isn't it? When in the space of a couple of years, we've gone from that to this. It's uh, It's absolutely mental, isn't it? It's absolutely mad. Obviously, rumours started circulating a couple of days ago, and we uh, covered that on our podcast that loads of people have listened and loved. We've got some really good feedback on that, so thank you. Um, and it seems to have just, over the last couple of days, just got more and more and more hype. And, I mean, there were some pictures in Italy yesterday, wasn't there, being revealed of, like, our, our people there. What what was going on? Yeah, so yesterday afternoon, that would be Thursday, um, it was a picture of Dan Ashworth came out. I think he was snapped by the Italian press and he was outside like a black people carrier probably after talks with people from Milan and and then soon after that there was a video of Steve Nixon who's our head of recruitment coming out of a meeting with Sandro Tonali's agent so they came out yesterday and I know Sky Italy at the time I think they actually released those videos at the time they were saying that there was a sort of final meeting taking place just to go over the sort of structure of payments and and things like that and at the end of that video of Steve Nixon, his agent actually said to a, a journalist that we're set to fly now to Romania. So Tonali's in Romania at the minute playing for... Why is it... Oh, is that why? Why was Bruno done in Romania as well? I saw like this, Bruno's medical was done there as well or something. What, what's going on? Have we got like an office there or something? Oh, no, no. <laughs> so Bruno's wasn't in Romania. It was just a similar thing that Bruno was out oh. representing his country somewhere else. Oh, so got you. Yeah, I think yeah. someone so was Steve making Nixon a joke about over. yeah us having an office in Romania or something. I was like, what did right. Bruno? Did we fly Bruno out to Romania? I can't remember that. Oh, there we go. Oh, it's all this delirium now of Tonali saying we're getting everything wrong. But yeah, exactly. So... Well, thank goodness we've got you, an expert here, rather than just me, a punter. But yeah, go on. So yeah, so just obviously for anyone tuning in, thinking right, well, what is the deal? I mean, it's fairly, it's been fairly well documented what the fee is, but just to go to Romano's here we go tweet. So. He's basically said there's an agreement for 70 million euros, which is 60 million British pounds with add-ons. He's also revealed that Milan Milan have a sell-on clause. So obviously in the future, if we ever sold to Nali, they'd be entitled to whatever chunk of the payment we're gonna would, would receive in the future. But anyway, let's not think of selling them. We're getting them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the sell-on clause is mentioned. The medical's done, contracts are ready. And it's said that he's gonna sign a six-year deal worth seven million euros per year plus 2 million euros in add-ons. So I've worked that out. Yeah, so have I. Is... What, have you, what number have you got? So I've got 115,000 a week. Oh, I've got 134,000 a week. So if I do 7 million euros... To, oh, I've done euros. Pounds, I've done euros. You've ah, done pounds. Mm, you've done, so you've done the next step. <laughs> yeah, so he's on big money. But at the same time, I mean, in this day and age, 115,000 a week, don't get me wrong, it's a ridiculous amount of money, but that seems to fit into our wage structure quite well. Mm. I that's think... that's without the two million bonus, isn't it? True, that is mm. true. Um, but but, but that will be think... performance related bonuses probably, like if we qualify for the Champions League again and stuff like that. So, but yeah, no, yeah. one hundred fifteen thousand pounds a week seems about right, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, it does sound a bit mental when you say it out loud how much he's going to get paid per week. But like you say, the, the likes of Trippier, 
who signed from Atletico Madrid, he's apparently he's on about 120. So if he's sort of on par with our top earners and he's just come and become the, the most expensive Italian ever, he's it's been a star player for AC Milan, then really that's that's about what you'd expect. And it's good to see that he's not come and demanded crazy, crazy money. Because I think one thing we won't do this summer is give in to certain demands that go way beyond the, the structure. I think I read a few weeks ago that we have looked at the likes of Declan Rice and Mason Mount, but apparently they wanted like north of 200,000 a week. So I think it's good to say us stay within the structure because it means players are probably coming for the right reasons as well. They're not just coming from a, a big sort of Saudi-style payday, are they? Yeah, no, not at all, yeah. Yeah, oh, so huge news. Yeah, so he's he's going to fit nicely in, and we know, don't we? As you just said, uh, you know, we're not going to go mad on one player and get someone. You know, there was reports. Yeah. Someone I was speaking to on Twitter was saying he's going to be on four hundred grand a week. I was like, no chance are we doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so absolutely mad. The um, thing is, here you've got you've obviously got our PIF owners going crazy out in Saudi with the Saudi Pro League, and probably, well, if they have agreed, it's huge, huge salaries. But actually, at Newcastle. People from the outside looking in, presuming we're also offering these players just ridiculous money. But actually, I think our current structure is a fairly sensible one, which is refreshing, really, isn't it? Yeah. Apparently, it's three times what he was earning at AC Milan, by the way. So he's trebled his salary. So it's not bad for him either. Yeah. Um, happy days. Happy days. Happy days all round. Everyone's happy. Uh, the game last night, did you watch it? Where he did, played, yes. sorry. Newcastle didn't play for anyone listening. Don't worry. <laughs> but Tenali played in the under-21s uh, Italian side. Yeah, I watched. I mean, my wife wasn't too happy because I'd spent I'd spent all day writing articles for the blog, and then I was like, "Oh, I think I'll be free now." And then I was like, "Actually, no, I need to watch Tonali play for Italy under twenty one. So, so yeah, but I watched the game, and he he played on the right side of a midfield three, which was interesting. Um, and one thing I noticed was how good his set piece delivery was. Whether it was from a free kick or from a corner, it was bang on the money every single time, and he actually mm. got an assist for their equaliser. Um, right. It was, I mean, some people would say, oh, yeah, I'd expect, I'd expect a player to be able to put it across into the box. But on, be putting it bang on the money every single time was nice to see. And I suppose what you'd expect from a player of his sort of quality. So he definitely looks like a set-piece specialist. And he definitely showed a lot of quality on the ball. And actually, he had one run down the right, which he actually showed a decent turn of pace. I'm not yeah, saying he could be quick, known for his pace. That, yeah. yeah, but he, he, he definitely showed he can move. And... Seems like quite a powerful runner. So, yeah. Mm. Right. We've got a top player, clearly. I mean, if we're paying this much with our scouting network, clearly we, we you know, you know, remember when we signed Isak, we were like, oh, it's a lot of money. And now look at Isak. He's just unbelievable. It's like, he's just a cut above. He's like just a cut above, like yeah. Bruno is, like all these new players we've got. And um, I think that's yeah, a nice thing. About... Where's he, where's he going to play? Where's he going to play, Ollie? Right. Well, this is an interesting thing. So this morning, the Athletic released a big piece on Tonali and, more details about him and Newcastle's plans for where he'll fit in the team. And they actually said that they're expecting him to play as a right-sided number eight, or at least a number eight. So there's been a lot of talk that Tonali would play in the number six role. So that's like a holding midfielder role. But actually, according to The Athletic, Newcastle are more likely to keep Bruno as, as that sort of deep, deep lying centre midfielder. And they're going to play Tonali just ahead of him sort of either side of that of that defensive midfielder. So it sounds like he actually might be played in a slightly more advanced role than some people predicted early on. Okay. Okay. Um well there we I, think... I mean him, Bruno and Joe Linton in midfield. I guess this I guess this means, you know, Longstaff probably is not going to be first choice. Is that is that is that what it means? Is Longstaff going to be, you know, a cup player and a Champions League player and whatever? What does it mean for him? I mean I would say that probably is true, but the thing is it's going to be such a hectic season and because we play at such a high intensity, 
we'll have to rotate at times. Like we won't be able to have the same midfield three playing on a Sunday, a Thursday, up on a Thursday. We're not playing Europa League. Tuesday, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday. Do you know what I mean? If if mm. you've got the same three being expected to put in the, the amount of work they're expected to at Newcastle, playing three times a week, then it's it's tough going. So I think mm. I think first I don't know first choice eleven may may mean Longstaff misses out, but I think you'll still get plenty game time. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Twitter is already doing the Lord's work with some songs. So we've got, he came from Milan in a Fiat with Dan, that's Tenale. He's got really fast legs, swapped his pasta for Greg's, that's Tenale. There you go, everyone. Little rendition Love of the that. song. Um, a little, that, a little feature I wasn't expecting on the episode. <laughs> Say again. I'm saying that was a little bonus feature I wasn't expecting. But... I know. <laughs> I'll ask, yeah, I'll, mate, I'll do anything. I'll do anything for the listens. Um, right. I think, is there anything else to say? I mean, we just wanted to, we weren't planning this episode. It obviously just got announced. We thought we'd jump on and give you a 15 minute little, little summary. Cause everyone's going mad. We want to find out more. That's what we know so far. So it's worth saying, isn't it, Ollie? The club haven't announced it yet, but yes. when Fabrizio says, here we go, 99.9% of the time it's done. So it sounds like it's done. Yeah. I was just going to say that anyone listening to this and then going on nufc.co.uk or wanting to watch an announcement video, they aren't out yet. And to be honest with you, I wouldn't be surprised a little bit like the Bruno deal. I wouldn't be surprised if the club take a little bit of time to actually release all the announcement bits just because he's in Romania at the minute and they might want to do the announcement video justice. And obviously they don't want to have like a short little naff video. They probably want to do it do it justice but who knows the club might be ready to announce it any minute now but uh but yeah really really exciting and it's a I think I was just thinking as well just to finish off signing a player of his caliber from Italy probably also opens doors to that part of the world as well because we haven't really signed many players from Serie A since new owners came in in fact I don't think we've don't think we've signed any from Italy since new owners came in and Italians in the Premier League actually there's not there's historically there's not been that many so if it gets that part of the world also watching Newcastle, who knows? It can it can help us off the pitch as well potentially. So, it's uh, it's a massive deal, isn't it? And it's it's quite a statement as well. I think any any player in Europe who now receives interest from Newcastle, if they weren't already aware of just how serious we are as a club, they'll see a deal like this and think, oh wow, like they mean business. So, mm. so yeah, really exciting stuff, isn't it? What we're going to do to end, uh, Ollie, is uh, for those of you who didn't hear our pod a couple of days ago with Gianni Batici on explaining a bit more in depth Tonali's role and, and his history and stuff, I'm going to put that now. And uh, you can listen if you haven't listened, or you can listen again if you have, or if you'd already heard it, then just end there. But thanks very much for listening. I'm going to put it at the end. Thanks to the NUFC Blogcast. We'll be back on Monday or Tuesday next week. Get involved. Follow us on Twitter. Great that loads of people are starting to, uh, to listen and uh, we're getting good feedback. So any ideas, do email us at nufcblogcast at gmail.com. See you, Ollie. See you later, mate. Oh, Sandro Tonali. It's a really good signing for Newcastle. Um, I didn't think this move would happen when I saw the original figures of 50 million. Uh, but now there's that, that extra on top. M- Milan simply can't resist that sort of money. Uh, this is a player that's still pretty raw, pretty young. 
yes, there's lots of potential there, but he's only got 14 international caps. He's not a, a, a regular starter for Italy. He has been a huge force in this AC Milan team in the last couple of years, though. Um, pivotal in their their run to win the Scudetto uh, the season before last and last season, of course, the Champions League semi-final run. Tonight, he's very comfortable playing in the midfield two or three, but many casual fans will look at him and say he's like a Pirlo. This is more a Gattuso than a Pirlo. This is more a De Rossi than a Pirlo. He's physical. He's energetic. He's a leader. Um, but he doesn't have the range of passing of a Pirlo. And he doesn't have that deep-lying playmaker threat of a Pirlo. He's more of a destructive box-to-box midfielder. Um, and Newcastle are getting someone, as I mentioned, very comfortable playing in a two or a three. And I think with Bruno Gamares alongside him, we'll see when one of them goes, the other one can sit. And it's not a set position of one of you is my six and one of you is my eight. And I think that will appeal to, to Eddie Howe. And I think Newcastle fans will like the idea of seeing Bruno getting to some more advanced positions. And Tonali can cover him. And he's got the speed to, to backtrack and cover. Uh, as I mentioned, he's a really intense player that's, that's full of energy. He's a really smart, intelligent player. His positioning's there. His work rate is phenomenal. And there's talent there too. This isn't just a workhorse. Um, A very good passer of the football. Will he get you goals? Not too many. Uh, But that's not really why he's been signed. The money is huge. um, And the money is perhaps a little bit overpriced. But I think you've got to pay that now for a, a, a young, talented prospect coming from a league like Serie A, coming from a team like AC Milan. Um... It's a really good signing for Newcastle and Milan fans are absolutely devastated. Tonali is a lifelong Milan fan um, and rumours suggest he really didn't want to leave. But the money being offered to Milan, the money being offered to Tonali with his wages is simply too good an offer and he'll give you everything. And, And Newcastle fans should be really excited about this. This is a very different profile, however, I just want to add to Barella. And I know the links with Barella were there a few days back. Barella is a very different style player, much more in the final third with Barella than Tonali. Um, So it's interesting that they've moved from one to the other because the profile is very different here. Both, I think, would have been phenomenal signings. But yeah, you're going to need more than more than the money being discussed with Tonali to land someone like Barella. So it looks like uh, Newcastle will be really happy with that signing. And actually, you could argue the skill set of Tonali the more physical, combative nature is perhaps a little bit more what Newcastle actually need in the middle of the park uh, than a Barella who's a little bit more flair and creativity in the final third. So a great signing. Newcastle fans can be very, very excited. And as someone that follows Serie A, my dad's a Milan fan, devastated to lose him to the Premier League, if I'm honest. Podcast Network.